Welcome to Digital Hospitality. I am your host, Sean Malchep. This is a Cali BBQ Media production. We believe deeply since we started the show in 2017 that all businesses need to be digital first, especially brick and mortar businesses, and all businesses are in the hospitality business. That is digital hospitality. That's our thesis. We also believe in the four C's, which are content, commerce, communication, and community. And we have gone to the ends of the earth to find the best leaders in the space that are building not only the technology, but also the businesses, the brands that inspire us on a daily basis. I first learned about today's guest, uh, Moen Islam, by Carl Orsborn and Meredith Sandland. So Carl and Meredith, they've written two incredible books called Delivering the Digital Restaurant. We've interviewed them both on the show after their first book. And I was so fortunate to be included in their second book um, as a case study for Toast. And as I was on my way to Salt Lake City to speak at the RMDA conference, um, I was giving a keynote and I was on the plane and I was reading about Moen. And I was reading about ship day and I couldn't believe what I was reading. And I said, I circled in the book that I had to have him on as a guest. And lo and behold, Moen, he's here to share the ship day story. Moen, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Sean. Uh, yeah, Carl is great. <laughs> Carl and Meredith both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Well, we, we believe in storytelling, we believe in technology, we believe in building things that matter, and we know that even though our restaurant and media company right here, I'm actually recording today from the studio that I'm going to build, so I'm literally going to turn this room into a full-fledged studio um, so that I can have people come from all over the globe to talk about content, to talk about media, to talk about storytelling, and the premise was that I wasn't the only restaurant owner on earth that cared about these questions that I was asking. And now fast forward from 2017 to now, I get to connect with leaders like you that are building brands in the delivery space and technology space that are helping businesses all over the earth. Can you, can you explain, explain to our, to our guests, our, our viewers and our listeners, um, what is ship day? Thanks, Sean. I mean, I don't know we are leader, but I, I consider myself as a problem solver. <laughs> <laughs> problem solving. Well, there, there's there's a lot of problems to be solved. Important problems are the priority. Yeah. And I believe that this is an important problem. Yeah. So essentially, that's how we view ourselves, uh, a problem solver on the delivery space. Uh, so what Shipy does is a direct delivery uh, platform. We call it. It's a, it's a little bit of fancy words. But what it really means is that if there's a way for you to take orders on your direct website or phone call or what have you, or even social media for delivery orders, you need a way to do the fulfillment, manage the logistics of it, right? You have to either have drivers or you gotta use third party. This is uh, a kind of a you know really a logistics nightmare if you don't do it right. And and this is the kind of job you probably need a software to do it as opposed to okay. you managing with a pen and paper and phone. Yep. And that's the software we built, essentially, so that it's really automated for you. You can take direct delivery orders on your direct channels, website, uh, app, or your phone. We help you manage those delivery part of those orders, that logistics part of that, uh, with our software. That's what we do. What, what's interesting to me is uh, I'm going to date myself for those uh, those in the audience, but I went to 
I graduated high school in the year 2000. I was a fringe millennial, Y2K. The internet was supposed to end everything. Um, but I went to school in Colorado, University of Colorado at Boulder. And my first job that wasn't in my family business was working for BJ's Restaurants. And BJ's Restaurants in Boulder did a very high volume of delivery business. But they did it in a very old school way. Granted, that was year 2000, 2001, 2002. Um, where we are now in 2023, what ships day is building, when you're speaking of logistics and you're speaking of delivery, can you talk about the premise of how important it is for businesses to start to act like e-commerce companies? Hey everyone, uh, Avi Gorin, CEO and co-founder of Marquee. And I wanna talk about the customer journey for a second. You never know as a restaurant owner where your guests are truly coming from end of the day we do see some patterns around two types of search behaviors direct versus discovery direct search for an example would be jumping into google and saying cali barbecue hours right i know where i want to go to eat but i'm missing a key detail i need a little bit more information discovery which is the bulk of searches is barbecue in san diego restaurants near me takeout near me right one of the best ways to be found for more discovery searches is leveraging keywords. Reviews are basically free content for you to leverage. Think about keywords that are relevant to your brand, your location, and include as many of those in your review responses as possible, right? How can you go about doing this? Let's set up reports, utilize tools like Google Trends, find out what's going on in your area and how you can help leverage these keywords and review responses someone else is doing that, right? If you need some examples, you could do anything from including summer menu, gluten-free menu, um, leverage specific menu items like the dreaded and beloved spice pumpkin anything in your review responses, right? Let them know what's coming. Let your reviewers know something they should come back and try. And of course, if all of this just seems overwhelming and daunting because you're already running a, a restaurant and have enough on your plate, just leverage the team at Marquee to do this for you. We handle all of this. We're experts in this space. We can automate this. So it's just another item that you know you are taking care of. Again, that's Marquee.com, M-A-R-Q-I-I, M-A-R-Q-I-I.com. Know you. However, we did recently buy M-A-R-Q-U-I-I.com. So if you do misspell it, we got you. You'll still find us. We can still help you. Absolutely, Sean. I mean, this is great. Uh... You know, there's a delivery when it comes to it, the you know, high fees, these and that, it's a lot of media, and it's just, it gets confusing for people to understand what's really happening. I think the best way to think about delivery is in the context of e-commerce, because yes. essentially what happens when you sell something online, you need to ship it or deliver it. Like there's a fulfillment, like look at whole Amazon, like the, the, they had to build a whole fulfillment operation to support their e-commerce, right? Correct. Now, the question is that, okay, so essentially, uh, think of this way, that if you sell online, there are a few things, you, 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 you inherit some problems. Some of the things are easier. You don't have to be physical presence and all this stuff, great and all this stuff, but you also inherit some problems. One of the problems is delivery. How is gonna, how am I going to fulfill this thing? Yeah, I, I sold something. If it is a physical product, you know, food is obviously a physical product. People eat that. And it, it gets even con, you know, compounded if it is really real time, like, like you cannot like it's not two days to New York. It is in local in forty five minutes. The food is gonna degrade if it you know it's a real time on demand. It gets really really challenging, and, and really 
if you think about that way, so what do you do about it, right? Um, should it not sell online? <laughs> like, yeah. That doesn't work because everybody wants to buy online. Right. It's not your preference. It's the customer want to buy online, right? And that's really, I think, the underneath current. That's really changing the industries after industries, right? That, yes. That is some, if you understand that force, then everything else makes sense. The why we're doing certain things certain way. Right. I mean, if you think of pre-COVID, um, you know, e-commerce adoption just spikes, like really, really spike in e-commerce. But it didn't really it, it went back, but didn't really went back very well. I mean, it bounced yeah. back and, and steady at this point. And when you sell something online, you basically have to like the, the best way to think about it is that commerce is moving online. And there's a few things that are long term trend. Well, paying online has become much more easier now. It used to be a problem. People don't know how to take a payment, all this stuff. That problem got solved, okay? Then uh, it is easy to set up a website and you know sell online. That tools yeah. are much more available. And third is that you know your smartphone. You know people are on the phone all the time, and and especially as we move, we have a whole generation growing up on the phone. Yes. Right. So there's a shift of generation as well, and they're buying preferences. So you cannot ignore this long-term trend. You don't see them coming year after year, but all of a sudden everything is here, right? Yes. Uh, so if you think in that trend, hey, how do I cater to my customer who are on the phone, who want to buy online, and I want to sell to them, then you, the obvious conclusion is you cannot ignore selling online. And then, then you have to say, well, how do I sell online in a profitable way? Because now I have a problem of fulfilling delivery. Do I need to hire drivers and all this stuff? How do I do these things? It is a problem that you inherit. Now, in the context of like what DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub did over time, they helped with a lot of merchants kind of solve that problem, but they took a, you have to pay a big fees for it. They did two yes. parts. They did a marketplace so that for customers, easy to find you, but also they took care of the logistics part. Yeah. Right? Now, and that is a model. I don't normally bash people. I mean, the, 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 this is a business model, okay? They're not yeah. bad people. This is a business model. And that's good for getting started. But if you want to do a lot of volume, you have to ask yourself, is that going to really sustain my business as more and more things goes online? And yes. feeling, and it, okay, how do I then, you know, do delivery outside the marketplace? The question is, and that's the problem we're trying to solve. That, hey, there is, I mean, end of the day, it's not a rocket science, but it is a kind of a science. It's a logistics science, essentially, data science on logistics side. How do you do that? Well, what's exciting for me, Moen, is when I think, you know, every single summer I go to Bulgaria, where my wife is from, she's from a city of about 100,000 people outside of the capital, but 100,000 people significant. She has friends that are small business owners. They own restaurants, coffee shops, retail stores. And I talk to them the same way that I talk with you on the, you know, if I'm in person, anyone that knows me or has seen my content knows that I, I just have this inherent belief that this internet has connected us in ways that are so profound that we can't even comprehend. And when I'm talking to a small business owner in Bulgaria about why they should be posting on Instagram and why they should be making content on Facebook and on TikTok, because then now all of a sudden, instead of just selling in the city of Vratza, on that one street to the three customers that might stop by that one day. Well, now they're opening themselves up to maybe hundreds of customers that are in Eastern Europe or maybe in Western Europe. And if they have that logistics piece of now I can sell this suit online and then have someone deliver it for me, 
where I don't actually have to do the delivery part, but I can partner with a ship day to do something like that. Now you're talking about this unlock, this yep. unlock of literally transforming what this person's business is. And it's the same way that I think about our barbecue restaurant. You know, for in the beginning, we didn't do delivery until the first delivery we did, which was with DoorDash before the pandemic. And my fear as a restaurant owner was I don't want to add Uber Eats and I don't want to add Grubhub because then it's going to take away from my in-house experience. And ultimately, I was wrong. The pandemic came and I was like, how fast can I get Uber Eats and how fast can I get Grubhub and how fast can I get barbecue out of this restaurant? For you, when you look, you're servicing 80 countries. You've done 10 million orders. You're servicing... 2000 businesses worldwide, and you have 100 integration partners, you're looking at the entire spectrum of this problem. How do you look at it from the macular, the, the, the wide lens, the macro, and then how do you get granular to actually getting to the solving, to building the beautiful software that you do solve so that the magic, what we call the digital hospitality, those oh shit moments where Somebody comes and they pick up the food and they get notified that the food is there. And then this entire experience happens, which it happens now everywhere. If we're willing to make these investments in technology. Yeah, absolutely. Before I go, Sean, I, you, you said something was interesting. And you said like now, you know, because you have to sell online that what do you do? You talk about the marketing, right? Now yeah. you also have to do the marketing. Like I told yeah. you, when you sell online that you inherit some problems, not problems, but these are opportunities. Yes. Otherwise, how do I market on Instagram? How do I market on social? How do I market, right? Same way you have to figure out how to do that delivery. It's just a different channel of selling, Correct. right? So you really have to figure out, okay, if my business go out of my four walls to online, there are other things that, that require something new for me to do. And this is a learning. That's why people get shy away from this. But I, what we want to say that don't shy away. This is the yeah. way, new way. Just learn a little bit Feel We are here to help you to accelerate in that way. But it's fundamentally shift. All you and I are doing is really shift to the e-commerce. Correct. Correct. Right? Uh, so that's <laughs> when you say that, it's like it just clicked on me. It's like, yeah, exactly. Tell me tell me about e-commerce because I, you know, I, I talk about it as much as I can, but you're an expert in it. Tell me about e-commerce just for somebody that's in a brick and mortar business, like thinking about what's the fundamental difference and how much easier is it than we actually make in our minds? No, uh, it is, uh, it is, you know, to your point of, you know, you talk about Bulgaria and we, so many countries, right? If it was not easy, then it wouldn't be adopted everywhere in the world, first of all. But that's right. that's the magic, right? Isn't right. That it, it is so easy technology? that it's adopted everywhere in the world right now. Yeah, right? you have 80 countries. Right. And it's not 80 countries. If you go to Shopify, they're serving 150 countries, really. So like how many countries in the world? Like 170 something? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who's left out of that. Uh, Correct. But, uh, so fundamentally the question is that it is a, such a strong and useful and convenient media that's not hard to adopt. But part of the e-commerce, I think what people like, you're creating a digital experience to your point, right? Where the storefront moves to a web page or an app, right? And people order from you, but the human interactions don't change essentially, although the media has changed. Like mm -hmm. you have to interact just in a different way, yeah. right? It's just a different way. You're interacting with your customers. They are seeing your content. They're ordering from you. When they order from you, they want to get notified from you. And, and you know, you want to 
track them after that, maybe, hey, how was your experience? Get some feedback and yeah. talk to them as if you were just you know, serving them on the table. It's just the media has shifted, but the fundamental interaction with the customer has not. And that's really to keep in mind that how, how I'm just changing the base to a digital media, but the rest of the, the customer, you know, we talked about this delivery part, but uh, let's talk about that. Delivery for hospitality, like food delivery is a little bit intimate than yes. sending a package through UPS or FedEx. Correct. <laughs> right? It is more in real time. It actually degrades over time, so you have to make sure it, it actually got there. You want to get some customer feedback probably after that. Hey, was everything okay? Right, yeah. as if you would ask a guest in the restaurant. Uh, so I think I think uh, we are trying to bring all those experience on the delivery side uh, as much as possible. Uh, but I'll come back to your point on this in a global part of it. I think this is fascinating how global and universally these things are true. So I was a few days. I'm originally from Bangladesh. I was going to say that. I, I was I was in a trip. Uh, Last week, you know that, Sean. I was late yes. to the podcast. Uh, so uh, I'll tell you a little story about that, what I experienced firsthand. And I don't, I mean, I'm like once in a while I go, but I mean, we have, yeah, my uh, family, I still have family. So um, like buying online is nothing new now. I mean, you would, I mean, I've been living in the US for a sufficiently long time that I, I can see the difference. And, and yeah. you know, um, like, I use Uber. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I I really use Uber in the Takasevi. city. Uh, as, like it's a metropolitan city and it's like it's ubiquitous. The Uber driver uses Google Maps. <laughs> Correct. Right? So yeah. tell me how it's different, right? People, you pay through a credit card everywhere you go, right? It's really not so different. The, the experience of this, like the paying online, um, you know, use the basic things we use to navigate the world are same globally right now. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it is not much different because all, you know, thanks to the internet, really, everything, everybody has a 3G connections globally through mobile phone right now, almost every country. So the same kind of connectivity is there and, and selling online is very natural to that. And, and I think that's everywhere you go in the world, these things are the expectations of customer side that, hey, if I want to go somewhere, I want to know on the map where I'm going, right? I want to get direction. I want to get notifications of where the things are. Everybody have Uber is in 80 countries. Don't forget that, right? Yeah. So they know this, you know, people have, and every country have their own local marketplace of, you know, DoorDash and, you know, you go any country they have their, you know, India has Swiggy and all other marketplace. So this experience is pretty much kind of um, universal right now. There's not much difference. I don't see it. Yeah. Do you remember the beginning problems that you were solving for ship day when you first, when you first started? What, yeah, what were no. the problems and what was, what was the feedback? So, I mean, uh, we are kind of nerds, logistics nerds, my co-founder and I. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, good. we are the kind of people you would deliver food in a university campus at 1 a.m. at night. <laughs> we are trying to solve homeworks and all these things at late at night in a, you know, in a conference room in a big whiteboard. Uh, yeah. so, uh, right? Uh, really get hungry, order pizza. Uh, yeah, try to figure it out. Night, right? Try to uh, figure out how does it work. How does it work? Uh, how does it work and how can it be better? <laughs> But fundamentally, we we uh, we thought that um, you know essentially our our thesis around it. We have been thinking about it. Frankly, we started the company in 2020, but um, my co-founder and I we've been talking and thinking about it. Like, I think five years prior to that. But I'm glad we didn't start the company then because I think don't think the market was ready there. But we could see the trend that yeah. hey, um, if buying an uh, like online purchase becomes more 
most, uh, you, know, is, is, you know, in a way that is the way, ultimately go to way of buying and selling online. What happens to the local businesses? That's what you have to ask the question, right? Do they also participate in this or not? And, and the answer is obviously they will. Because yeah. if you're a small shop, you're a flower shop, for example, you're a bakery, what are you going to do? Like, you're not going to participate in an online business? You would. Right. They have a little bit different business. And that's why kind of our logistics background come in. Most of the e-commerce with Amazon and other people are setting up, you're selling nationally, correct? You're selling, yes. you're setting up, you know, you're, and you have UPS, FedEx network to support it. But when it comes to local, within five or seven miles, there's no UPS, FedEx, USPS network. So the question is, who's going to do those things? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So like, yeah. You can see the problem coming. Like, hey, we have this because UPS, FedEx, and USPS networks are set up the hub and spoke. They can do really a package, take it from San Francisco overnight to New York, but tell them to ship it like in seven miles. They can't. Like, it's yes. funny. Right? There's like, it is funny. Yeah. Uh, so, is that, is, is that where the term last mile comes in? Yes. So, in the logistics space, we talk about last mile, but also it is like a, something that Oftentimes, last mile talk about like actual the fulfillment part of the last mile, the last mile delivery that you see a UPS truck dropping off all the packages, right? In yeah. the route. That yeah. would be last mile. But the difference with UPS truck and us is that, well, those packages did not originate in that zip code. They Correct. came from yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. But when it pick up in the same place and drop up in the same place within an hour, it breaks yeah. down. It doesn't work anymore. Wow. And that was the kind of our moment that's like, oh, this is going to be a totally new way of fulfillment for yeah. the local delivery space. And you would need a software platform to do that. Uh, and that's really, and, and I think who's going to be kind of suffering the most is going to be local businesses because they're still local. Do you have any stories of any early adopters in the restaurant space that you you went to them or you found them? I mean, in the, in the beginning, it's you going to them versus them coming to you, you know, the bigger that you get, then people start to know who you are. And then they tell other people and they see content on the internet and they go, Oh, well, I got to go talk to Moen. Cause you know, I have five, 500 restaurants and we do a high volume of delivery and we don't want to spend, you know, the 30% or 25%, whatever we've negotiated. We want to tap into this. Um, what were the early, give me an early story of, of, of a restaurant that you onboarded. This would be sound so uh, ridiculously funny, but this is true. Uh, one of our early customer was KFC. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of them. How I heard of them, right? Everybody has yeah. heard of them. But I've the question is the how how this uh, we never like we barely have a working software, barely have a working software, right? In 2020, we got an email from Yum Brands, and it's like, well, hey, one of our country managers found you, and this is again, this is not in the US. It was in St. Lucia. It's an island, right? In St. Lucia. Really? Yes. The delivery manager found us online and he wanted to use it so badly. He you told found your Yambrand. website? Yeah. This wow. is Google. They were desperate. Then you have to see, Sean, how desperate people are at the early stage of pandemic. Yeah. That's, that's the beautiful thing about the internet is if, if you're willing to put out the content, then people can find you. The results are in National Restaurant Association show, Kyle and Sarah and myself. We were at the Davos sales tax booth and we were polling restaurant owners on the floor. This was a very unscientific poll, but the results are resounding. Restaurant owners do not like sales tax. 
Nobody likes sales tax. Doesn't matter what business owner you are, small business, big business, Davo automates the sales tax process. We are so grateful that Davo is the sponsor of this show. They automate sales tax at our Cali barbecue restaurants. It is $50 a month. It integrates with all the major point of sale partners, including Toast. So if you want to sleep at night, if you want to not worry about sales tax, Go to Davo, check them out, Davo Sales Tax. Uh, let us know how they're helping automate your sales tax in your restaurant so that we can share your Davo story on digital hospitality. Yeah, The right people can find you. And they found us and say, hey, this is exactly what we want. It's not perfect, right? And then they did all the integrations. Now we do like five, seven countries and we're expanding EMEA too with Yum Brands. And, and all started because somebody in, in the delivery manager in St. Lucia was so desperate to find a solution essentially. Wow. And, and this would be number one brand in the world. So few things it tells you that has shifted is one is that, you know, how people find this is that user-centric softwares is softwares that now bottoms up selling, right? You know, users adapt first, and then you talk to the corporate and all this stuff. And we always believe that if you have the great product, people will find it so compelling. So, so that's one of the story. And obviously that in the pandemic, we had some of the restaurants in the Portland downtown, the restart started because a lot of people are trying to figure out how to deliver with their own drivers at that point. If you remember mm -hmm. the early days of like, yeah. they were trying to, you know, change the staff's work to the delivery work as they're trying to figure out. And they really needed a software. And we were, we were kind of few of the brands that there, and they found us on the internet. We were like really new company, barely software works. Uh, but you know, they helped us to launch the company. I'm eternally grateful to them. Yeah, that's amazing. And when you look at what you've done for KFC, and then you bring it on, you know, different types of businesses, because how many different businesses do you support? What different types? I mean, our 70 to 80% is restaurants and restaurant delivery companies locally mm -hmm. that, you know, uses us for you know, delivery management. There's also uh, like meal prep, we'll do some of the yep. meal prep, right? Prepared yep. meal. Uh, we actually did a bunch of this when the uh, 15 minute grocery delivery was hot, which is not yeah. right now. We did a yeah. bunch of those on our platform too, because it's a great platform for that. Uh, but I, I think in a grocery, uh, we have seen, uh, you know, flour, bakery, uh, those things too. I mean, that's why I, I think if you think of it, the best way to think about it, if you um, look at it, any city you take and, and, and walk around and say, well, what are the retail shops there? Like yeah. say there's a hundred, right? You'll probably see 70 restaurants or food related things. Yeah. Few grocery store, couple of pharmacies, few flower shop, right? Yeah. We see the exact same distribution when you look at our user base. Oh, interesting. That's it's it. really the local local stores. Yeah. You know? When you for the software that you're building, it's so important on the logistics side for the restaurant. Obviously, you build beautiful software, but it's also important for you to take care of the driver yeah. can you talk about the the driver experience <clears throat> how they experience your software so our software our goal was to say well we are we are going to help you manage the logistics part of it if you take direct orders which is like not i mean think of this way um how can you sell online there's two ways for you to sell online one you can sell through marketplaces and there's a they have a great built out infrastructure to support this logistics within mm -hmm. them right now if when you go off the marketplace and sell direct then you have to figure this out on your own yeah and that's what we come in to help you right now say so, well sean take orders on your website take orders on your phone take orders on your instagram you know TikTok. take orders anywhere you want and yep. it's TikTok shop and you can talk about all kind of places you can take For orders sure. from 
Yeah. Now, but but one of the problems is that you are now in charge of fulfilling those in a real time. In a very, you know, uh, like you, this is this could sound like a nightmare to you. Like, how the heck I'm going to do that, right? And if you look at it, what are the ways you can do that? Number one is basically there's two ways of doing it. Number one is, and this is universally true, you can hire some drivers. So hard it is to do, but I'm saying this uh, still an option. A lot of pizzerias yep. do that still today, right? And, and a lot of suburbs and where you know yeah, people have access to drivers, uh, they will do it, still do it today. Second is that you can rely on a third-party service to do that. And in the past, before the pandemic, it, the third-party services were not very available, frankly. This just DoorDash drive came in. Not many others was there. It's like very few. But now, as you can see, most of the marketplaces like DoorDash and Uber has opened up their driver pool to other businesses to use it. Mm -hmm. So now you have more of those third-party options available to you. And there's also some local career company, food delivery companies there that can help you. You went to RMDA conference, right? Yeah, they absolutely. So they, those companies are there to help you to deliver it locally. So on the on our software on the driver side is if you have your drivers which is rare in the us by the way i'll tell you that although kfc is all the support they have the drivers so yeah. it's really dependent on the labor economy certain places easy to get drivers certain not if you have a driver we want to make your experience almost like you work for doordash or uber because they know that workflow right you log in to the app orders come to you assigned to you and you just follow the steps go pick this up check the order status you know make sure you can mark the orders which item list you can see, which item list you want to contact the customer. You can contact the customer. You can navigate to the customer. It will open up in your map. You don't have to manually input the addresses. After the delivery is done, take a proof of delivery. You can take a pictures on the phone, right? Um, we also have a, if you have to deliver alcohol, we can you know do the ID scanning yeah. too. Um, so basically all the things you need on a phone for the drivers to do their job, you have it. And in fact, drivers like it because oftentimes a lot of these drivers are already familiar with how Uber app or DoorDash app works, right? So it's not a new thing for them yeah. in many cases. They, they just know this. So we give them the same experience that they get from marketplaces. Can you talk about the RMDA? Why Why did you participate? Why do you participate? What is it? And, um, and what value do you get out of it? No, I mean, definitely RMDA, uh, they are the kind of, in a way, uh, uh, they are the early adopters of Right. Uh, food delivery yeah. and marketing, frankly, yeah. you know, it, it stands for restaurant marketing and delivery station. Uh, so it was really that early uh, phase of Grubhub. And when uh, those uh, early, they, they were the very local, hyper local marketplaces. They had their pool of drivers. They were because a lot of restaurants didn't have a website. They were you know, helping them to sell online, essentially. And they manage the logistics on their own. So they kind of know this at a local level. But the, when we saw the national one, they just you know scaled it with the technology essentially that mm -hmm. hey we can now operate any city in the world. I mean essentially any city in the U.S. Um, with the technology the scale. But I think the, they were the early uh, kind of they saw that opportunity early and they, they used to do with a lot of businesses. So so I mean so essentially the, they are very intimately familiar with the logistics problem because they always had managed their own driver pool. Interesting. So, so I mean, we, we learned a lot from them and, you know, we support some of them right now also on our platform that actually does uh, delivery for local restaurants in their local city. Very hyper-local. You wouldn't see them uh, in, a, in a big Google search, but they are there. 
So one of the coolest things for me hosting this show is that I get to meet some incredible restaurateurs, hospitality professionals. I've had them on the show. I meet incredible people like you that are building the technology. And then I go to your website and I see case studies from Jay Udrija from Pizza HQ out of New Jersey, Andrew Martino from uh, GTK, and Avery Ward, CEO of Little Italy Ristorante. I mean, these are all guys that I respect the hell out of what they're building and the fact that they're customers of yours and happy customers makes me so excited. Can you just share a little bit about Avery Ward? What's he doing and uh, how's he using Ship Day? Yeah, no, uh, I mean, um, we'll talk about the other two very briefly. <laughs> uh, you know, Andrew, Andrew, we connected with Andrew while in the middle of the pandemic. He was trying to figure out uh, how to deliver in the Georgia City area. He is, is going to... Yeah. You know, uh, he, he knows a lot of people there. They're trying to figure out a delivery system that's we connected a long time back, but he also has his own establishment. We work with him to support that right now. And also for Jay, is that, you know, he is trying to automate the whole pizza. Love um, right? And, and we are early working with him. He too. sells a lot of pizzas pizza. every week. He does, he does, he does. He he moves, does the, the man can move some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> he can, he can for sure. Yeah. Every uh, actually uh, saw us on a, on a pizza expo. He came by to our booth, and that's how we met him. Uh, he's uh, out in Ohio, and and now uh, he he does a pizza in a normal his uh, in a pizzeria, high volume local shop. He's been doing it. He's he's a toast too, by the way. <laughs> so yep. he he's trying to figure out a way to deliver, um, create a delivery experience so that you don't have to manage the drivers. It automatically will do it for them because he has his own drivers, and that's why our software really plays a critical role because we. Thing that you know, delivery dispatch is better done by a software than a human. Yes. Uh, and and at the beginning, nobody believes us. They start doing it and they run our auto dispatch. And at some point, they become the convert. It's like I can see it. Okay, I'll, I'll give up. You guys do that. Okay. So so every uh, basically um, so I mean every is one of a hard customer to convince to be honest to use the auto dispatch. <laughs> <laughs> so no way, I'm never going to use that. I just need my drivers to have an app and I want to track them where they are. Because I want to know where they are and customers, you know, calling me. I want the customer tracking for them. Yeah. Then over time, it's like, you know, I've been running for a few days. It does pretty well. It does a batching order, some of the stuff. And, you know, he's a great supporter of us now. But, uh, but yeah, it's not, it's not easy to convince him. I got to tell you. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about building a, a tech co company? We talk a lot about trade shows. We go to a lot of trade shows. We hope that brands and restaurant <laughs> owners that, there's a better way to get information out, but there is value to being in person. Certain shows are better than other shows. Um, for you, which shows are you going to be going to in 2024? And where's the value um, that you see for Ship Day? I am ill-prepared to answer this question, John. I haven't, <laughs> I live so much in the moment. I have my, plan for that means I'm good at my job. <laughs> <laughs> I ask all the hard-hitting questions over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. No, we we've been to some of those like you know, restaurant that are uh, delivery focused. For example, yeah. pizza. We normally go there a lot. Um, a food on demand is a great show. Uh, FS Tag. We were there. Was great. Uh, so some of those technology focused show we go, and you know some of those industry specific that are delivery focused. We try to go. I'm still learning, frankly. I don't know the answer. Yeah, uh, yeah. But. Um, but I've been told by people even to go overseas as well, because I think, that, as you said, it's pretty global right now. Yeah, The differences are uh, not there. Everybody is a similar tech stack. So yeah, if you go somewhere, let me know. I will. No, <laughs> Fine, I, yeah. Absolutely. And for you, when you look at building the all-in-one local delivery platform, 
What does that mean? I think what we mean by that is, frankly, um, when you sell online, there's a bunch of things you, you have. On the, as I said, the delivery is a problem, right? That you have yeah. to sell, but deliver, it has multiple layers to it. Yeah. One is, well, how do I find driver? Well, we will have a third-party services, multiple third-party services at a very, very you know, competitive rate you can use from us. And we handle the billing, refund, all this stuff for you. So you don't have to deal with it. It's pretty much hands-off. We manage all this relationship for you so you can focus on the business. If you have your drivers, we'll help you with the driver app and automatic dispatch and all this stuff, right? If you want to even do a, okay, I want to do a hybrid. I want to use my driver in the morning, in the evening, I want to use the third party. Or I want my drivers to get within two miles or first, you know, within local, I want to use my driver. I want to use third party as a backup. Or you can say, well, you know, I want to, I don't want to use third party, but for important orders, those like a $300, $400 orders at a corporate catering, I want to handle my drivers. I don't want third party to use it. You can automate all these things with our software. And that's really the kind of all-in-one command that all the things you can think of in terms of fulfilling the orders, we probably have a way for you to do it. Uh, and not only that, we also kind of offer this kind of, uh, if you are to deal with multiple third-party vendors, we kind of combine that for you in one place. So you can basically, in our dashboard, you can track Uber driver, your driver, DoorDash driver, everybody, essentially. And also, this also unified the experience for the customer too. Customer don't see a different thing. They see your brand and they see your, you're offering a driver and you could be sourcing, it could be fulfilled. It will be powered by other third-party providers, but it, you, you present your brand. And we also collect some feedback after the delivery is completed and you can instantly get those feedbacks. Um, you saw, by the way, one of the things we have done, uh, you saw Toast launch the Toast app today? Yes. Or, huge, yeah. yeah, huge news. Huge news, right? New, I mean, it, it's, it's ironic that, you know, this is a lot, uh, seven, eight. When did they launch? What year were they? Did they go live? I, 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 I don't know. know. I think it's 2014. I might be wrong. Yeah. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But we're in 2023. But they, they, they started. The idea of Toast was a, was a mobile was a mobile payment platform. It wasn't <laughs> even a point of sale company. That's what Steve Ferdat and Amon and the guy. That's what they the the founders believed in the beginning. And then yet now here we are, and they've built this dynamic app for restaurants owners. So if you're a Toast customer and you you can now go download Toast now, and I can have a full dashboard of insights into my daily sales, into my product mix, into my labor percent, like it's such a powerful tool all from this device. Yeah. And we actually have a, we created our mobile app last year. On Amazing. This so you Beautiful. as the operator know all the drivers where you are, when you could be in the wow. beach, you can see where it is, right? You get a customer feedback instantly on your phone notification. You can call the customer and say, hey, I'm sorry, the order didn't work well. I'll fix that for you. Wow. So, so that's what I mean by the when you think the delivery doesn't really end when the customer and the driver takes the food. There's a post-delivery things that also happens. And we also help you manage those efficiently. So that's like the all-in-one delivery platform means. I saw on your website, a frequently asked question is, uh, is ship day free? Well, some version is free. <laughs> <laughs> no, true. I, I think we have. Um, so essentially, like I told you this, you know, we offer such a uh, wide worldwide um, kind of offer. And personally, I, I we want to really give a tool like almost like a WhatsApp like tool for businesses to manage. Yeah. the delivery, Right. So it needs to be affordable, and accessible to people. 
And I mean, you cannot sell something 80, 100 countries if it's not, there's an easy way because those days are gone where you want to you know, sit at a demo and sign a contract to get these things. No, people want to write, try it right away. Right now. They want to yeah. see what yeah. this is, right? And we are very confident on the product and we want to be confident essentially. Sure. We may be not there yet that, hey, yeah. if you don't get a value from our product, don't pay us, it's fine. You know, yeah. we want to make sure. So I, we offer a limited version of our product for free and, and it's forever right. free. We also offer a 30 day free trial of our paid version to begin with. But after that, we offer it. We have a free version that is actually very powerful. It still has a driver app. It still gets a um, like a dispatch app. You just cannot do like a SMS notification, which actually costs money to us. Yeah. Really, to yeah. right? We have to pay those SMS providers. But you can do a lot of stuff on our free version. And uh, you can use third party delivery. But if you have your own drivers, you can actually do a lot with the, our free version. And what do you see? What excites you for 2024 for Ship Day? What What do you What are the big plans? I think we're. I think people are understanding more. I mean, you know, when the pandemic hit, everybody was like panicked, right? It's like, oh, what the heck is going on? Like, you know, we need to figure out delivery. And then we have seen so many options, and people are confused. What, who does what? Nobody knows. Like everybody seems to be doing everything else now. I think that is settling right now, and it, yeah. it, you know, we clearly knows who does what. People are understanding the more about, I think as goes 24, 25, 26, people will understand that they need a way of setting up this direct delivery channel because marketplace is great. But I think, you know, the more you have, if you want to have a control over your guest experience, you probably should set up this and over time, try to, you know, try to get more traffic in this way. And I think uh, that's one thing that I think is a, like now everything is settled. We are getting what people understand better what we do, to be honest with you. That's, I think that's, that's the thing. And especially a little bit, you know, mid-sized markets and you know, even for SMBs to understand what you do. Second is that I think, and we haven't talked, Sean, about this, but I'm super excited about the next few years on AI. Cool. Because cool. I think AI would have a profound ex implication for small businesses in terms of discoverability. Yeah. Right? Imagine everybody's going to get an AI assistance on their phone. It will happen. Yeah. And you can ask, yeah, hey, absolutely. Right. When well, I'm going to order a Cali barbecue tonight. Okay. Yeah. They're going to connect you directly to your website. Yep. If you yeah, don't have online business, virtual, you're going to miss out like, a huge deal there. It's already here, but I, you know, Siri isn't where it needs to be. Alexa aren't where they need to be. But eventually that will be an AI tool that you, you better be good on the internet. You better yes. show up because if not, and you're not recommended, it's going to be worse than a Google search, right? You will be. You will be. Or so, better. It depends on how you look at it. It could be better or worse, but you. But that's why we do this show is so that we can learn, right? So that we can learn and we can be ahead of the curve. Absolutely, I think. I think with AI, you get this meta search, right? With yeah. that, you know, you have this food ordering marketplace. You have Amazon. So this sits on top of everything else, and it basically searches the whole internet for you and knows your taste and recommends things to buy, yeah. restaurant to go to, all this stuff. So. All at, at minimum, you need a good online presence for the AI to find you. Because if you do, they will find you. Yes. And, and, and you can draw a lot of direct traffic. It's going to be really exciting. It's going to be an exciting time. And that's why we do this show. That's why we have you know founders like you on the show so that the people that are listening, we can take action, take action in our business that's going to help us you know, further on down the road. So that, like 
you know, when I first started our, our, our breakfast business, I didn't think I would be in the barbecue business. I didn't think I would be in the media business yet here we are. And I'm in the delivery business. You know, I'm in the delivery business. I'm having conversations like this with you because this, this stuff matters. Like I said, I'm, you know, I'm fortunate to go travel all over the world and I have the com same conversations with small business owners and big business owners all the time. This stuff matters. And, you know, knowing, what you're building and watching what you're building uh, truly is inspiring. What's what's something that uh, you'd, you'd like someone to take away from this, uh, leaving this show? If if somebody wants to get in touch with you, learn more about Ship Day, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, just go to our website, shipday.com. You can, to be honest, get started right away and play with the product. If you want, you can contact us too. We'll, we'll show you what it works. And fundamentally, I think I think it's a, one thing you have to think of when you think of delivery, it's so much tied to the marketplaces that you really have to think about delivery in the context of selling online. Yeah. How do I sell online? And then answer the question, well, if I sell online, I have a delivery, how do I solve for that? And we have a lot of contests on the website to actually help with that. But think about not from a commission delivery, you just really think about from the perspective of how do I sell online more? If you start there, I think you'll, you'll, if the, you'll be easy to, you know, walk through the paths of this kind of maze. I love it. Well, Moen Islam, co-founder, CEO of Ship Day. How can people get in touch with you? Inst Instagram? LinkedIn is probably the best right LinkedIn. now. Yes. TikTok? Uh, not yet, my friend. You're ahead of me on those. Threads? <laughs> X? We'll, we'll stick to LinkedIn. LinkedIn yeah, yeah. LinkedIn's good. We're going to put some some thought content on LinkedIn. Uh, Moen, I, I truly appreciate it. Ship Day. Like I said, it was uh, it was an honor to be included in uh, Carl and Meredith's book along with you. Um, there's a lot of other incredible stories in that book, um, but more importantly, I know that you know this is just the beginning. You have so many businesses that you're going to help in this in this journey, and uh, the software is only going to get better. The brand's only going to get stronger, and going to attract a lot more investors, a lot more talent to to the company that you're building. And we're we're excited. I hope I hope to serve you some barbecue one day here in San Diego. Yo. Thank you, Sean. I no, really appreciate it and, and really honored to be on the show and, uh, you know, uh, and, and, and really supportive for all the work you do for the restaurant industry. Thank and, you. and to be honest, you know, being an advocate for tech companies like we are working on, because I said, you know, we see ourselves as a problem solver. <laughs> the more we know about the problems of the industry and yeah. tied to the customers, we can solve better. And at the end of the day, it's a better world for everybody. Yep. That's uh, that's the digital hospitality experience. Well, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. If you guys want to reach out to me, it's at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. Um, every week on Wednesday and Friday, we meet on LinkedIn Audio and on Clubhouse. It's a chance for you to come on stage and share your story. If you want to join those rooms, send me a message, a DM on Instagram or on LinkedIn. I will send you a link. We want to hear your story. It matters. Uh, Moen, thank you so much for your time. Keep building, keep building in public. We appreciate you and uh, we'll catch you guys all next week. All right, thanks, Sean.